Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yes, Long Cat Media presents Madame Magenta, Sonos Mystica Chapter 10 Greetings, fans of the esoteric It is I, Magenta, reaching out once more to my lovely public in your time of need Entertaining you, soothing you, advising you on your dubious future Because as you may or may not know, I am offering free fortune-telling services to those who don't mind a bit of public humiliation. All you have to do is send a question to... Oh, Bernard, what is it? Just tell Uh, me. Oh, it's uh, uh, madammagentauk at gmail.com. And you have to put an E on the end of madame, because it's like the French. How am I possibly supposed to remember that? Anyway. So, yes, send me your problems, and I will solve your problems using bibliomancy. Do you remember me doing bibliomancy before, Bernard? Oh, yes, it's absolutely hypnotic. It's fascinating, and it's so incredibly accurate. So what happens is, um, you tell me a problem, and then I uh, think of a number, uh, or Bernard thinks of a number, someone thinks of a number, it will pop into my head, and then I will turn to that page in a book that I have chosen previously. Uh, And then you pick another number, and I count the lines down, and there will be the solution to your problem. And, you know, originally I think they used the Bible. Yes, that sounds right, yes. But today I'm going to use uh, a biography of Maggie Smith. Oh, how marvellous. Yes, why not? Because we have one, don't we? Someone emailed in. Didn't they, Bernard? Oh, yes, they did. Uh, so this is from Rachel of High Wycombe. Don't and say she... her name. We're supposed to keep it secret, aren't we? I've promised them some, you know, to, to oh, nom, nom de plumes. Oh, sorry. Uh, shall, I, shall I not say Rachel from High Wycombe? No, then? no. Come up with something else, another name. Um, so this is, this is Alice from Cambridge. There we go. Not Rachel from, where was it? High Wycombe. High Wycombe. No, not her. Alice from Cambridge. Alice from Cambridge asks, will my relationship survive lockdown? Oh, well, I'm already getting feelings about that. If you need to ask that question, the answer is no. But anyway, let's let's pretend, I mean, let's use bibliomancy to see what... Okay, give me a number, Bernard. Yeah, uh, 47. 47, and I'm doing it properly. You can follow along if you like. If you've got uh, Michael Coveney's biography of Maggie Smith, you can follow along. So page 47... And another number, my dear. Uh, 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 Twelve. Twelve. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. All right. So the question from Rachel from High Wycombe was, will my 
relationship survive lockdown. It says the obvious next step was to establish her review credentials on British soil. And Maggie was signed up by the ambitious and stylish young impresario Michael Codron for the London premiere of Share My Lettuce, a diversion with music by Bamba Gascoigne, (laughs) which we got. This is a very long sentence. I think the key part of that... Let's go with the first half, shall we? Or how about... The bit that sticks out to me, I have to say, is Share My Lettuce. Share My Lettuce, with uh, music by Bamba <laughs> Gascoigne. All right. So sometimes these things need a little bit of interpretation. You know, the the, the the spirits don't end the the whatever the ether doesn't want to just give you the answer straight. They want you to to figure it out. So we've got plenty of clues here. Share my letters. A musical review. I'd say. Well, that's pretty. Actually, that's pretty clear, isn't it, Bernard? Yes. It's pretty clear what that means. Yes, absolutely crystal. <laughs> I think we could all take something away from that. Yes. So, Rachel, if, you, if you're sharing, maybe you're, uh, being in the same space as someone else is all about sharing, isn't it? Yes, of course. But it's also about not being a limp piece of lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> and it's also about keeping a sort of uh, a rhythm, a rhythm, musical rhythm to the, to the, the nature of the everyday. Yes, and, and getting very good at quizzes. So Bamba Gascoigne uh, is... is <laughs> The perfect person to guide you through this period of ah. lockdown. It's all about coming together and uh, finding things to keep yourself entertained and, and and keeping the relationship fresh. There we go. So that's what you need. So there we, So it's not a case of will will my relationship survive. It's what can I do? What inspiration can I look to to help my relationship survive? So there we go. That's actually not bad advice. That's actually pretty good. Yes, I mean, well done. It, it went a bit round the houses for a while. But we but got there eventually, yes. didn't we, dear? Right, I think... I don't know if we're going to beat that. Uh, well, let's have a bit of your marvellous book now, shall yes, we? Yes, right. <coughs> All right. Musical flourish. Chapter something else. Another chapter. Here we go. I'm not going to give you an update on what happened last time. Just go back and listen. All right. Here we go. Bernard was a little bit tearful when I left the house at 5am this morning. He knew where I was going and why, because I'd sat him down and explained what Derek required and the consequences if I didn't follow through. Unsurprisingly, he'd been very resistant about me going. Look, Bernard, I'd reasoned, could you feel the atmosphere in the room earlier? It was about 10 in the evening at this point and Derek had only just buggered off. Yes, it was horrible. I had to keep fighting the instinct to run out of the room, Bernard had shivered. and nodded. Exactly. If I don't do as Derek says, it will feel like that on and off for the rest of our lives. He won't leave us alone. Can you live like that? Because I can't. That had done it. The idea of old buggerlugs haunting us forevermore. God, it makes me angry. What kind of heavenly system allows the intimidation of decent, ordinary folk like us? I wanted to write a very stiff letter to someone, but I imagine Derek isn't likely to hand me God's email. And so here I am, 20,000 feet in the air, in business class, on the 10.30am flight to Geneva. 
The ticket was hideously expensive, and they seemed very reluctant to sell it to me, what with me being caked in mud up to my mid-shin and my camel-hair poncho smelling of damp camel, obviously. I'll, I'll explain why I'm in such a state later. And just to add to the fun, Derek's presence set off the security alarm as I went through the airport x-ray. I'm not normally averse to a bit of a pat-down, but I just wasn't in the mood. I'm now hoovering down as much complimentary miniature booze as the tight-ass air hostesses will allow me. You've got to get your money's worth, eh? Not that I'm paying for it. No, turns out Derek had a little cash for my expenses. Maybe it's time for that explanation. End of chapter. How long was that? Oh, yeah? was that the chapter? Yes. That's rather short, wasn't it? <clears throat> Well, well, what do you mean? It felt like it went on for bloody ages. Well, we talked about Bamba Gascoigne for quite a long time at the beginning, didn't we, and eating lettuce and so on. Yes. Well, what, what is that, 40 minutes? It's probably more like eight. Oh, God, shall I do another one? Well, how long is the next one? Uh, the next one is about four and a half pages. Oh, yes, that's oh, fine. We can right. get Here we go. One. Okay, next one. So, as I said, I explained everything to Bernard after Derek left, and then we went to bed at about midnight. What else could we do? Derek returned at 4.30 in the shitting morning. And let me tell you, I am not a morning person at the best of times, let alone when I'm roused into wakefulness by vigorous poltergeist activity. When I awoke, Bernard was already sat up in bed, shaking like a leaf. Finally, Derek had bellowed, letting his mental grip on various bits of furniture relax, sending the vanity table and wardrobe crashing to the floor. Good God, it's the middle of the night, Derek! I'd shouted, removing my eye mask and earplugs. Luckily, my daughter Lindsay wears them as well, just in case she hears Mummy and Daddy at it and never recovers from the mental wounds. I looked around at the mayhem. Was it really necessary to hurl the furniture round to wake me up? I sat up and turned on the bedside light. He's here again, but he only left a few hours ago, quavered Bernard. Did you like that, Bernard? A little impersonation of you? It was accurate, I suppose. It yes. was, wasn't it? Maybe maybe I should put a bit more uncertainty. Like that. What do you think? Oh, dear. Anyway, right, back, back to this. Um, I know, dear. I looked round at Derek. Bit early, isn't it? I swang my legs off the bed. Swang, is that... That's definitely a word you've invented, dear. <laughs> I swang my legs off the bed and stifled a scream as I stepped straight onto a plug from an overturned lamp. I've been trying to wake you up for effing ages, Derek hissed, arms folded, bitchy little bitch face all screwed up like a chihuahua's anus and Bernard's forlorn little face was irritating the hell out of me as well. Stop doing your Bambi impression, Bernard, I snapped, hopping round and clutching at my foot. I'm the one who has to get up. Just go back to sleep. We'll be off soon enough, I said, meaning me and Derek. Bernard looked a bit upset at that. Derek moaned, I've spent the last 20 minutes trying to wake you up by shouting your name into your ear hole. I heaved myself around the room, pulling on bits of clothing. I was wearing earplugs, you pillock. I turned to Bernard. Why didn't you wake me when he started chucking furniture around? Bernard looked forlorn. I didn't want to disturb you, he said sadly, and I didn't want the day to start because I knew you'd have to leave. Oh, doesn't he just break your heart? Oh. It was rather sweet, wasn't it? Yes. Don't be soft, Bernard, I shouted. I'll only be gone a couple of days. 
Anyway, after that rude awakening, Derek told me we had to collect something before we went to the airport. Apparently, the Swiss safety deposit box requires an actual physical key. How old-fashioned! When's eyeball scanning going to start? And this key had been buried in a safe near our old marital home. And so, shortly after I'd pulled various items of clothing over my PJs and collected a spade and a torch from the shed, we set off to the house that Derek and I lived in when we'd first been married. Why the hell did you bury the damn thing? Why didn't you just keep it under the bed? I asked, eyes gritty with sleep, as we drove through the sepia-lit London streets. In case you found it, of course. What difference would that have made? I wouldn't have given two figs about some key. And just so you know, I'm not digging up a stranger's garden. So unless this key is under a gnome, you're buggered. But it wasn't under a gnome, nor was it buried in our old front garden. It was in the park next to the house, at a spot next to the railings, but hidden from the street by a copse of trees. The park was closed that early in the morning, but luckily there was a gap in the fence that I could squeeze through. I say luckily, but it was absolutely sodding freezing. The trees were dripping great blobs of moisture right onto my face and clothes. It was still pitch black, and the ground was a muddy quagmire. I can't do it, I shouted after, well, it must have been a good five minutes of digging. I'm filthy, I'm cold, and I loathe exercise. It makes me feel ill. It really does. It isn't an exaggeration. I get a very real wave of nausea whenever I have to exert myself too much. I forced a little dry wretch to prove my point. Does that sound like a dry wretch, Bernard? Are you looking at your phone? No, I'm not looking at my phone. Yes, you bloody are. What are you looking at? I wasn't. I, I was actually rather interested in the definition of the word swang. Turns out you didn't make it up. No. It's actually a real word. What does it mean? Well, it's the, it's the past tense of swing. You're kidding. There's swung and swang. Both are acceptable, apparently. Good God. And swang also has a meaning with the, with the kids. It means oh, you're it? walking with the swang. You know, it's like... A, or walking with a swing. Well, it's sort, a of, sort, of, sort, of, sort of swagger and, and, you know, like a someone who sort of thinks they're all that. Yeah. You know? Well, how about that? Get my swang on. I'm down with the kids and I didn't even know it. You are. <laughs> well, I didn't know it really. <clears throat> anyway, you can stop looking at your phone now. I can see you, you know. I need some kind of audience, Bernard, even if it's just you. Sorry, dear. All right. Uh, where was I? Oh, yes, I was trying to do a, a dry wretch. It's quite difficult, though. I've spelt it H-O-O-O hyphen A-H-H-H exclamation. How would one do that? Horror. Oh, yes, that's more like it, isn't it? Horror. I gagged, eyes closed, gloved hand outstretched to steady myself on the sliming, freezing, piss-smelling railing. The shitty shitness of the situation threatened to overwhelm me. Why was I digging a sodding hole in the ground in the middle of winter at five in the friggin' morning instead of fast asleep in bed? (sighs) Derek became a bit excitable at this point, pacing around, wringing his hands. Oh my God, if you can't dig a small effing hole, how the F are you going to manage everything we have to do in Switzerland? Anyway, after a few more minutes of hysterical toing and froing, boredom and pragmatism took over and I started to put a bit more effort in. All right! Shut up! I'll get your ruddy key, I said. Let's get this over with. Back on the aeroplane, as in later that day, the structure is a little... Would you say confusing? Postmodern. Tarantino-ish. That's it! 
Tarantino-esque. That's it. I examine the blisters on my hands. I'm on the plane examining the blisters. Ah, I see. I contemplate bursting one for fun, but instead I sip my fourth gin and tonic and allow myself a little wash of self-pity as I recline in my business class seat. Right, now we go back to the park that morning. I don't really know why I flash forward to having a gin and tonic on the plane. why, Why did you do that? Interesting. Just a visual, visual flair. You were writing the, the screenplay in your head, weren't you? <laughs> well, you know, it's best to get it done as soon as possible for when they definitely the, ask the me The inevitable calls exactly. start coming in, yes. Mm. Anyway, back to the park. So back to the park, the morning, the morning after Derek had visited me the night before and just before I went, got on the airplane covered in mud, all right? In the park. Anyway... It had taken about half an hour to find what Derek had buried 20 years previous. Finally, about a foot from the surface, my shoes ruined, my shoulders aching like bilio, and my temper at breaking point, a spade hit metal. Once I'd levered and clawed the thing out from the ground, it turned out to be an extremely rusted box, about the size of a standard loaf of bread with a combination lock. The box had a combination lock, I mean. It's not standard for a loaf of bread to have a combination lock. Not where we're from, anyway. Maybe in Soviet Russia, but not around here. So, the combination was, unsurprisingly, Derek's birthday. Unimaginative, narcissistic, slave-driving bastard. So inside the box was the promised key, Derek's passport and birth certificate, and around £8,000. Where did that come from? I exclaimed. You were hiding money from me when we were married. Of course, I didn't actually open the box or ask these questions until we were back in the car with the heating cranked up and my socks drying on the air vent. So a little later, actually, in, in fact, so we're not standing by the hole at this point. I've gotten into the car. Oh, I see. Right? We did another, another time jump, have we? Yes, just a little one. I mean, a fairly logical one this time. Yes, that does make sense. Yes. Physical comfort is king. Everything else can wait. Not that I'd be comfortable again until I'd had a hot bath. I was absolutely encrusted. Look here, Magenta, Derek had said, his rugged jaw quilted with tensed muscles as he girded his ghostly loins to spill the beans. Here's the thing, but you're not allowed to get angry or upset as it was years ago and we can't afford to waste any time on messy scenes, he said. This should be interesting, I thought, crossing my arms, more for warmth than because I was preparing for some kind of emotional body blow. Derek took a deep, ghostly breath into his non-existent lungs. Before the skydiving accident, I'd been filtering money into several personal stashes for about a year. What? Why? I'd asked, bewildered. Were you in some kind of trouble? Derek looked uncomfortable. No, I did it because I was about to leave you. I knew you'd try and fleece me in the divorce, so I was hiding money from you. Derek steamrolled ahead. I set up a couple of new bank accounts that you didn't know about, and I buried a bit of cash, too, just temporarily, until I could move out and set myself up. I wouldn't have left you with nothing, Magenta, but you must admit I was the one who made all the money. I'd worked so hard, I was just protecting myself. Well, I'd said as calmly as possible, that's very interesting. But I didn't want your money. So really, you went to a lot of unnecessary trouble. I would have been more than happy to divorce you, Derek, and I would have left with nothing but my dignity and been glad of it. There was a silence, which I broke by yawning and stretching to emphasise how little of a shit I gave. Oh, uh, good, Derek said, once I'd finished ooing and ahhing as my back creaked. You're taking this very well, Mags. He eyed me warily. Thank you for being so reasonable. I met his eye coolly. I'm not a ninny, Derek, 
I knew we were on the rocks, and I kept secrets from you, too, I added casually. Oh, really? Go on. I'm all ears, he said. But I simply smiled mysteriously, fingering the eight grand in cash that now lay in my lap. Let's get out of here, I said, gunning the engine like a cool mother effer and driving off into the night. Mm. How exciting. Yes. You know, I have no idea what those secrets were that I alluded to. Well, it's all ancient history now, isn't it? Yes, well, maybe past me from the book will tell present me what fictional me was keeping secrets oh, about. yes, of course. That'll be exciting, something to look forward to. Yes. Yes, uh, if you have any questions, um, uh, not about the story or structure, just keep it to, to what, you, you know, your future business and stuff, questions, fortune-telling stuff. And do email me. What is it again, Derek? Uh, it's a... Uh, oh, mad- sorry, Bernard. <laughs> Oops. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Freudian slip. Oh, I don't do it that often, do I? Maybe sort of once or twice a week. Yes, exactly. Only, not- only moments of high drama. Yes, of course. And and casual just sitting around. Yes. Well, well uh, they can contact you at madammagenta at gmail.com. There we go. No, All sorry, right. I beg your pardon, Madame Magenta UK. Oh, for God's sake. At gmail.com. We'll edit that bit out. Yes. All right. Bye. Madame Magenta was created and performed by Lindsay Sharman, with Lawrence Owen as Bernard. Music and sound design by Lawrence Owen. Artwork was by Claire Lafarge. You can follow Madame Magenta on Twitter at Madame Magenta UK. If you've enjoyed this podcast, you can support it by going to coffee.com forward slash longcatmedia. That's ko-fi.com forward slash longcatmedia. For more information about this podcast, as well as our flagship drama series, Mockery Manor, please visit longcatmedia.com. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Hello. And thanks for calling the arena. If you know your party's extension, you can dial it at any time. If your psychiatrist has gone missing, press 3. Press 3. That sounds ill-advised. Life is about choices, man. You and I both suffer from a very rare form of mental illness, right? Yep, yep, that's us. I'm just saying, we're probably not the best private investigators, since we don't know what's real. The waitress at the Chinese restaurant, she told me that I needed to complete three trials to find Sadler. Okay, but how long have you been out of your meds? Three trials. The arena, the old factory, the inventor's basement. The inventor's basement. Exactly. Mama, I met someone today. You're not going to believe this. Half spider, half human. You all have this disorder. We call it the imperfection. Okay, so we just got off the train at a stop called East River between East Broadway and York Street which I'm pretty sure doesn't exist. We are not a cop show, Charlie. Uh, I know that, but we're friends, and I need my friends. How sure are you that these things are actually happening in real life? It seems like reality can be a little slippery. Charlie! Charlie! They're on my face! Amber, Amber, stop, 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 stop it, stop these it. fucking spiders, they are everywhere. Ah! The Imperfection, an audio drama in nine parts. Produced by Wolf at the Door Studios. Out now. For more information, please visit WLFDR.com.